This is Good Hope FM News. The EFF has accused President Jacob Zuma of deliberately delaying authorizing the Special Investigating Unit to probe alleged mismanagement at the SABC. The president yesterday authorized the SIU to investigate procurement processes, allegations of maladministration and unlawful conduct at the public broadcaster. EFF National Spokesperson Boyaseni Lodzi says the decision is long overdue. We have to register our dissatisfaction once more. But uh, he has delayed this for this long uh, because, uh, you know, he, he knows that he is involved. He knows that uh, some of his friends, some of his uh, faction people within the ANC as well as Saudi are involved and are going to be exposed. But we hope that the SIU will do an excellent job and investigate without any fear or favor. The Cape Town City Council has adopted the city's integrated public transport network business plan. It proposes significant involvement of the minibus taxi industry in future MyCity service rollouts. It also foresees that innovative information technologies such as e-hailing and mobile applications will enable minibus taxis to provide demand-responsive services. Mayoral Committee Member for Transport, Brett Heron, says at the same time, the plan is ensuring the long-term financial and fiscal sustainability of operations. Apart from passenger rail, the MyCity service and contracted quality bus services, the business plan identifies the minibus taxi industry as pivotal in establishing a fully integrated public transport system in Cape Town. Thus, the infrastructure and MyCity system will be designed to facilitate transfers between minibus taxis and MyCity services. The National Prosecuting Authority in Mpumalanga has welcomed the judgment delivered by the High Court sitting in Middleburg in the so-called Coffin Assault case. The court yesterday found Theo Jackson and Willem Oosterhuizen guilty of attempted murder, kidnapping and assault. Mpumalanga NPA spokesperson Monica Nyoswa says this is a victory against racism. We are happy. Uh, we are happy that uh, we have managed to prove uh, the, the the case beyond reasonable uh, beyond reasonable doubts as a national prosecuting authority, and uh, today we are celebrating the victory of the criminal justice system. Uh, the, the the case is postponed to 23rd October for sentencing, uh, which uh, uh, will uh, determine a lot, and there is a lot uh, more to happen on the day of the sentencing. Moving abroad, around 30 people have been killed in northern India in violent protests after a flamboyant spiritual leader was convicted of raping two women. Followers of Komat Ram Rahim Singh smashed vehicles, set fire to train stations and attacked journalists. The violence reached Delhi. The BBC's Justin Rollett reports. Violence broke out almost as soon as the guilty verdict was handed down by the court in the town of Panchkula. More than 100,000 followers of the self-styled guru had flocked there to demonstrate their support. They went on the rampage, burning cars and attacking the police, who responded with tear gas and water cannon. When that didn't subdue the crowd, they fired live ammunition. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vicky McCullum.